on the line with us. We have John McLaughlin, the pollster of all pollsters. He's uh, but McLaughlin and Associates. So, John McLaughlin, I'm hoping, I guess, well, I, I, you'll tell us if it's true or not, that this whole, I guess, uh, performance by President Biden might last night might actually backfire on him. W- what are you hearing? Well, I guess his vacation's over. That was working for him. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> we did a poll that we released uh, last Friday that we wrote about on Monday. It's on our website at McLaughlinOnline.com, a thousand likely voters across the country. And 67% of all the voters say the country's still on the wrong track. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the interesting part is Joe Biden had a 55% disapproval rating, 43% approved, which is a little better than, than last month. And that's mainly because he was on vacation. And the speech, I watched the speech and it was horrible. I mean, it was partisan, divisive. I wish the, bro- the, the, the networks had broadcast it because it, it, it wasn't, you know, uplifting or presidential at all. It was mean and nasty. Um, and uh, I heard uh, Chairman Cox it was talking about the uh, the use of the Marines in it. And, uh, you know, it's it's just it was the tone of it and the substance of it that was off message. And he's looking to pick a fight because they're desperate. And what was interesting is the generic ballot in our poll this week had the Republicans that 45 and the Democrats at 45. Last month we had 48, 43. So the Democrats for Congress were making some some gains because the Republicans weren't playing offense. And two polls have come out subsequently uh, this week, uh, late this week, where Trafalgar and Rasmussen reports have the Republicans up by again by roughly five points. And it's because people are realizing the country's in a recession. That's in in our poll where we've got. Uh, We've got almost six in 10 voters saying that the country's in a recession. And the other part that was interesting about our poll was 69 percent of the Republicans want Donald Trump to run against Republican primary voters. If he runs again, they support him 84 to 12. In a field of 13 candidates, he was leading uh, uh, Ron DeSantis and others 54 to 15. So DeSantis was the next closest. Everybody else was in single digits. So uh, and Donald Trump was beating Joe Biden 49 percent to 45 percent. So while the Republicans were not ahead for Congress because they really haven't taken it to the Democrats yet, uh, Donald Trump, who does go after Joe Biden, who says he's wrecked the economy, who says he's making things worse, who talks about the open border, who talks about uh, crime and law and order in our streets and challenges Biden on those things, he was ahead of Biden and would win decisively today if there was an election, but the presidential election – isn't until uh, uh, isn't until uh, uh, 2024, and as and as far as the uh, uh, you know as far as November 8th, we got 67 days to go. So the Republicans, it's critical for them to play offense in September and go after the Democrats and challenge them on the issues, so that we win back the House and we win back the U.S. Senate. So uh, um, you know September is going to be critical for setting that agenda. And I think Joe Biden made a big mistake last night the way he decided to start the month. John McLaughlin, you threw out a a lot of numbers at us. What was Biden's approval rating while he was hiding in the basement last month? It was 43 approved, 55 disapproved. So it it goes up. It goes up when he's away. That's why he's been on vacation 40% of the time he's been in the White House. Jay Nelson Happy, you you brought up a good point that this, this, that was like border, it was offensive. I was going to say borderline offensive to use those two Marines as props, right. right? My son is a Marine officer and he was outraged over the use of the Marine Corps as a prop 
And he pointed out to me that there's an issue about the two Marines that were in under the camera were defenseless. There was nothing they could do. They had to stand there at attention, even though it was clearly a political speech. And I know that the Marines do everything possible to stay away from politics. So using them as a stage prop was very, very bad. And the White House press secretary admitted as much. She was asked about it, and she said, well, yeah, you know, that's we wanted to have them on stage for everybody to see. It was just using the Marines. Yeah, she admitted it. They we, they wanted everybody to see them. She didn't use the word prop, but if you say, I put this person or this thing up because I wanted everybody to see it, that is called a prop. Ed, Ed Cox. Uh, uh, John, you, you say the uh, Republicans have to go on the offensive here, and I know that Leader McCarthy plans to have a very uh, extensive uh, commitment to America, uh, sort of the equivalent of contract for America, Speaker Gingrich when he took over the House in 94 for the first time since 52. Is that something that he should roll out as uh, against the background of the speech to say, look, we're serious and we have a serious program here and it's not just about MAGA, it's about the country? Well, I think I think uh, Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader, has spoken out about uh, the speech and has challenged it. And I was involved back in 94 when uh, uh, when when uh, uh, Speaker Gingrich was then, you know, the whip for the Republicans. Uh, we had polling in September saying that we were up seven points on the generic ballot. We were going to take the House. And we'd never seen that before and had to present that to the leadership. But it was about the contract. The contract was very substantive and percolated. Um, the, the sooner the, uh, Leader McCarthy gets out an agenda that the Republicans can go after the Democrats would be very good because uh, there's so many issues, inflation, spending, taxes, the border, crime. Uh, there's no reason we, we need to be sitting back. We've got to go play offense. And, he, you know, he's supposed to roll out this commitment for America. And when he does, the Republicans should get on board because Newt Gingrich, uh, he's rolled out. We were doing a lot of survey research for him. He's rolled out a new American majority plan where 60 percent of all 62 percent of all voters agree with uh, uh, the Americans on almost 24 different issues uh, where the Republicans and we say Republicans, would they vote for Republicans? Everything from workfare to balanced budget to taxes, all those issues are resonating again. And uh, health care solutions for health care solutions for education are in there. And uh, it's just uh, there's a core 25 percent that are big government socialists that oppose us on these issues that, uh, um, you know, that that really that that's who Joe Biden was speaking to last night. And uh, the Republicans can win on the issues. And the sooner we set that agenda and the sooner our candidates go after the Democrats, the better off we'll be. Now, you didn't mention what uh, what the Democrats think their winning issue is going to be, and that's abortion. And that's because of a special election that we had here in New York uh, uh, on August uh, 23rd. And uh, the Democrat won, barely won, and he made it a referendum uh, on abortion. Uh, Why isn't that a big issue coming up in the general election? It's a significant issue. And the National Poly talked about, you know, 21 percent off the top of the head. We gave them a list of issues and 21 percent said inflation was the top. The majority of voters said economic issues, you know, were the most important. Only 7 percent said abortion because most of the states have not changed their abortion laws. And in New York, what was sad about that special election, because I used to poll for John Faso in that district when he was the congressman. There's a there are in 2020, there were 178,000 Trump voters. 
The Republican for Congress in this election got only 63,000 votes and lost by a couple thousand. He left 115,000 Trump voters on the table because there was never an ad saying Joe Biden's wrong on, on, on inflation, on the economy, on jobs, on things that people in New York care about. And, you know, we used to run ads in 94 where we'd morph our opponent's face into Bill Clinton's face. <laughs> we would we would win the election going away. We had people, you know, being badly outspent, three to one, four to one, and we'd still win. John, New York, uh, this is David Patterson. I was up on Lake George and the Albany TV stations uh, broadcast into that area. And I saw the commercials on both sides. And I was surprised that um, that the Republican candidate, who I know, Mark Molinari, is a good guy, but he, in the commercials, they didn't really go close to those issues that you just discussed. No, no. And that, that was a, and hopefully the Republicans learn from him. Maybe he's going to surprise them because he's up again in November. And when you were up in, if you were in Lake George, you probably saw the news coverage about last weekend. There was a sh- six shootings. There were six people got shot in Albany, in Albany. And there's a memo from the the, the SUNY, uh, whatever, the officials at SUNY telling, SUNY Albany telling their students, don't go downtown because it's not safe. Jeez. So, you know, where was the ad on cashless bail? Where was the, you know, I mean, I mean, it's the issues are there. But don't expect the Republicans to glide into office. They have to raise the issues. They have to challenge the Democrats. And we have to find out who the big government socialists are versus the common sense Democrats like yourself, Governor. We got to, we have to raise those issues and go after them. John, uh, uh, this is Nelson Happy. I'm wondering, the Democrats are doing a lot of crowing about Sarah Palin's loss. Do you think mm-hmm. her uh, losing was a bellwether and shows that the Democrats are doing great? No, I pulled up in Alaska, and uh, I didn't poll for her, but there was another Republican named uh, Begich who was named after a former congressman, uh, one of his one's kids or son or grandkids or whatever, was running. And so they, so she lost the ranked choice, second choice voting. And uh, um, so I don't think that was a bellwether, and that was, you know, that was uh, – it was – it was one of those elections where she's had significant negatives because she's a celebrity and left the state and all that. And the second choice Republicans didn't fall in for the way that the uh, second choice, say, Democrats and Green Party candidates fell in for the Democrat up there. So, uh, you know, I think I think, you know, if it if it had been without the ranked choice voting, she'd be the congresswoman. But uh, she'll be on the ballot again in, in November. We'll see what happens in that election. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, John McLaughlin. Again, John McLaughlin of McLaughlin and Associates. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again. All right. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you.